0: all right welcome to another episode of the bottom line podcast episode 35 we are back after a few weeks uh what's up steve how you doing
1: i'm good man i'm just coming back from this little sickness i had for like a week after i got back from new orleans and uh I think I am finally got out of my system, so I'm back in the swing of things and um, working on always up to something, as always. Mm-hmm. And um, that's pretty much it, man. What about you? What's new there?
0: Not too much, man. Just <laughs> same old crap, just a different day. Yeah. But, um, but, hey, on a, on a bright side, I have to give a shout-out to my Red Sox. Uh, they've made it to the World Series, and I'm going to say... They're going to win the World Series. So um, it's been a few years since they've been in the World Series last time, and I think they've they've got the chemistry uh, to win it all this year.
1: Now, I don't follow baseball nearly as much as I used to because it's right boring as, as fuck, and well, <laughs> it's too long. If I if I was a commissioner, I would change the season length, but that's for another episode. Yeah, we um, did talk about that. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, you know. I'm just not into it as uh as I used to be, but um and plus you know it's right around like you know
0: it's smack I, right I, in the middle of fucking football season. Right,
1: come on, it's just like too much. But anyway, uh, what makes you? Because again, I haven't been following it, but I'll watch the World Series, so I'm interested to know your opinion. Um, what makes you so like confident that in? The Red Sox, like, is it like they're pitching or what about them? Like, what do you expect to stand out in the World Series?
0: Um, you know, the pitching at first, I, I, I actually never thought that they'd make it to the World Series, but they've, they've had that. It's when it's like something you notice in baseball throughout the season when a team has that like certain vibe to them, certain chemistry that they've been building, um, they're playing, you know, they're playing energetic every night. They're pl- they're having fun while they're out there. Um and this team's had it all along. And I feel like a lot of the teams that like the, the teams that have made it this far have that same type of gel. So it'll be interesting. I think LA's definitely gotta be tough with Kershaw and a couple of the other pitchers they have, but
1: I mean, yeah, um, they're no they're definitely no slouch.
0: No, no doubt. And, and they've and,
1: been there before.
0: Exactly, exactly. So they have that experience and um, definitely the pitching. I don't know if they have the bats. I haven't watched – I can't say I've watched an ounce of fucking Dodger baseball this year. But for the Red Sox, I think they have the offensive power. I mean, they have two of the best hitters in baseball, with Mookie Betts and J.D. Martinez. Um, a couple of their younger guys too, Bogarts and Bradley Jr., starting to swing the bat really well. So I think offensively we can keep up with them. Um, it's just going to be a matter of, of you know, just facing how how Kershaw, and how our pitching you know shows up. It's, I think it's at the end of the day, it's going to be a matter of how each side's pitching shows shows up that day. Honestly, it's going to come down to that.
1: Right now, who um, who like hitting wise, and I, I know you mentioned that uh, that you know that you haven't watched too much of them, but do you know who hitting wise or who in their lineup on LA is dangerous?
0: Um, I'm not sure who their best hitter is, but um, I'm trying to like. Oh, they have Machado, who's mm-hmm. eh, you know he, he got traded from the Orioles. Um, Jock Peterson, young kid.
1: Oh yeah. right, right. He's he's really good. Um, um. So yeah, it sounds like it's going to be pretty exciting to uh, to watch because both are really good teams. You know, they yeah. got there for a reason, obviously. But there's no like. There's no like Cinderella team here. I don't think no. it sounds like it's a pretty evenly matched uh, series, so it'll be exciting to watch.
0: Definitely, if any, if the Cinderella team, if it, if I had to pick one, it would have been the Brewers because they right. kind of sucked last year and then just yeah. sucked things around this year. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it's gonna definitely gonna be I think seven game series for sure, um, and it'll be interesting. I, I mean, I think I think we'll end up winning it, but. We shall see.
1: Yeah, I'll be excited to watch.
0: Um, but another fun Sunday in the NFL, um, as always, a crazy one. Kind of, there's a lot of blowouts, I feel like. I mean, a few close games, but a lot of blowouts. But let's let's talk about our two games because um, they were both very close. Um, I don't know. What do you want to start with, Saints?
1: Sure. I mean. Ooh,
0: wow, you got lucky. I'll just tell
1: you that. Yeah, <laughs> you know that that was not. Listen, very rarely do the Saints get lucky. I'll tell you this much: they very rarely does that stuff happen. Um,
0: do you buy into this? I've heard this on Twitter and from from other people. Do you buy into the fact that Breeze doesn't play well outdoors?
1: Um, it depends because he didn't. Pl- it wasn't. It wo like he, they still put up twenty four points. Mm-hmm. So like. What are you going to say? Like, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's really tough to tell with Breeze when, how he plays anywhere because his defense is always kind of shaky, right? So the answer to your question, he it's because he plays. It'd be like he's a 10 out of 10 inside, but he's an 8 out of 10 outside. So does he play worse Outside, I'm sure, yeah, his numbers are not as good as playing inside. But that's just like any other quarterback. Yeah, either. I
0: think I think it's like Brady's. Like it's comparable to Brady where he's he doesn't play well on the road. But at home, he fucking dominates. You know what I mean? Right. It's very but, similar.
1: But even, yeah, okay, that's a good comparison. But, I mean, yeah, there's definitely a different element. But then again, if you – I was able to watch a really good portion of the game. Um, like they ran the ball a lot too so like they knew that they know when they go outside like we have two cannons in the backfield so right. it's not like he's got he's got to spin it like he used to um all the time
0: yeah he definitely
1: a- he definitely can more when we're home you right. know what i mean when we're home i'm sure Sean has a more loaded pass playbook but uh but
0: as we saw last week
1: <laughs> yeah and i think but it, but at the end of the day the Saints do start to create turnovers on defense. Dude, um,
0: they're like the number one defense for turnovers this year.
1: But not not at the right time. They have a couple, but like for instance, they had a couple. Uh, Lattimore let one slip right through his hands. They let these easy ones go. They give up these ridiculous third downs and longs for like no reason. But um,
0: that's just but, like, and, I, and I'm
1: just talking about. <laughs> I'm not even talking about this weekend. I'm just talking about this year, you know what I mean? Um like it's been a recurring problem that But I've you can
0: you could say that I mean from just from watching them, I don't I don't know the stati- or stats or whatever, but just from a viewer's eye, they are they have, their defense has improved tremendously.
1: For sure. Yeah, I'm just nitpicking because you know that's that's my right. team and I want it to be a certain way, but compared to how it used to be, it's not even well, for starters, the biggest thing that you could see from week one to to now is that they keep everything in front of them so they don't let the ball go over the top of their heads. You know, everyone uh, – week one, everyone's catching passes, you know, in stride. But now no one catches passes in stride because they catch it in front of our defense and then we swarm them. Um, so, like, literally, if we give up – like I've, I was saying watching the game, you know, if we gave up 21 points every single game, I'm happy with that because my offense is pretty explosive. You're going to have to do a lot to hold the Saints right now under 21 points. <clears throat> but it's just a matter of being able on defense to, to come up clutch and not make these close games these close games.
0: Right. And so as the Patriots do that, same exact thing. So they did it last week against the Chiefs. It's, it's- – their defense just gets shredded, and they they come down to these these close games. I mean, for Christ's sakes, they just uh, at the end of the game yesterday, the Bears almost tied it up by a a fucking hail mary. You know, it's like, yeah. If we didn't have five guys back there, including Josh Gordon, fucking pushing Kevin White off the end, I mean, that, that would have been a totally. Now that, that,
1: I was I was going to bring up is that that is that how do you look at that? Do you look at it like oh like oh shit, you know? No, that our defense bad. <laughs>
0: well, our defense has a lot of fucking problems. Like we we were up uh, in the Chiefs game, and we let them come all the way back. You know, it's they they give up a lot of fucking points. And thankfully, thankfully, even without Gronk yesterday, Brady was still able to get that offense going and, and you know score as much as we could. And our special teams was was on fire too, uh, with the Patterson uh, kick return, and then. Right. Um, Vanoy block or Hightower blocking it. Vanoy picked it up and ran it in.
1: But yeah, that that really kept you in the game there. Definitely. I mean, I was saying the whole time like Chicago cannot be giving these guys some free points like this.
0: Yeah, and that that helped us a lot. You know, a lot of the times we get very lucky because the teams that we play end up shooting themselves in the foot somehow.
1: <laughs> What's your record now? Five and two. Okay, that's pretty yeah. good.
0: Not too bad. No. You guys still have a better record though.
1: Yeah, but I'm really man. The only thing I care about is beating every single team in the playoffs. Gotta, I don't care who we play.
0: You got to beat the. You got to worry about the Rams. I, if no. I were you, I'd be worried about the Rams.
1: Right now, you want to know what you have to worry about? Right now, next this is the next five weeks for the Saints. Ready? At Minnesota, home versus the Rams. At Cincinnati, who is no slouch. Um, home well, versus. Got-
0: I, I I'm out on Cincinnati. Like they got fucking tri- I think they're not that great.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know if they'll be able to do well against the Saints. They never. Um. Uh. They they struggle with teams that can really blow the top off of them. So right. that'll that'll be interesting to see what the Saints have to do. So yeah, at Minnesota next weekend, Sunday night football. Mm-hmm. Um, home against the Rams. At Cincinnati, home against Philly, home against Atlanta. For the next five weeks, so like, those are some solid fucking teams. <laughs>
0: yeah, no doubt.
1: Yeah, and uh, home against Atlanta is uh, is, uh, Thanksgiving.
0: Oh wow, oh, that'll be a good game. Uh, I I would circle that fucking Rams game though. That's gonna be probably the most important game for them to win.
1: We're gonna beat their ass.
0: But I I mean no I mean they gotta. Obviously, I still think they're going to make the playoffs and win. The, I
1: mean, who who in your division? I, I um, hope I hope the Rams win every game up until they play the Saints. Hmm. I really do. Actually, it's only one more game. Good. Right. I hope they win. Actually, this week.
0: no, I think the Rams have a bye this week. Any do weeks? they I even think. better? Yeah. I
1: hope yeah. they're well rested because they're going to fucking need it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that will be, be a good game. Um. We got Buffalo, so I'm not I'm not too worried next week. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: um. Especially because, just to add to that point, especially because um, we played them in the past, and I remember the last game we played them. We went there, and we lost, and it was a close game. But this time, this time, mm-hmm. you got to come <laughs> to fucking New Orleans and fucking beat them there. So you, you go there, right. and you beat us. It's a different fucking story. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, say I, think, that right I now.
0: think if they do that, I think you could you they'll, they'll go undefeated the rest of the way. If
1: That's it. It's it's the momentum game. Whether yeah. it's end Wait, let me check it real quick. I'd be shocked if they don't bump that to Sunday night cuz it's an afternoon yeah. game right now. But yeah. then if it's bumped to Sunday night, that means that the Saints will be on TV 1 2 Oh, I love it.
0: Which they should
1: yeah, don't three. Progress. Oh yeah, exactly. I'm just not used to it, man. The mm-hmm. Patriots used to always be on, especially here in the Northeast, mm-hmm. and um up here. I don't get to watch any of the Saints games, but I stream them and everything. Oh, of course.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, there was some new, uh, some MMA news for you this week. Um, our boy Khabib back in the the news cycle, and Floyd Mayweather. Saying that he he wants to have a match uh, or a fight with with Khabib, uh, do you think this will ever happen? I think Dana White already. Said I want
1: to I want to hear your opinion on the chitter chatter and first because my opinion is pretty solid.
0: Um, I, I, as I don't think I would want to see it because I mean we saw it with with McGregor and I just I don't know I think boxing is a totally different thing and. I, I just I think Mayweather's just doing it for for the show, for the entertainment, and I, I I don't know. I just I don't I don't think it would benefit anybody in in the long run. Yeah. Than nah, it's
1: not happening. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Um,
0: if Khabib's not even gonna fight McGregor or anybody in the <laughs> UFC again, I doubt he's gonna fight Mayweather.
1: Um I think he's gonna find the UFC again. I don't think his problem will be he'll never be able to fight in Nevada again. That's the problem, Khabib's problem, and the only place in the entire universe, anywhere in this solar system, that Floyd Mayweather is gonna fight is in Las Vegas, which just so happens to be in Nevada. So there's no way that um, that Khabib because the um, the Fighting commission won't let them fight. Yeah, um, I think
0: Dana, Dana came out this week and said, I mean, yeah,
1: Dana fine. said on a UFC level, that's not mm-hmm. happening. I've never heard anything and it's probably not going to happen. Um, more importantly, too little good. Mm-hmm. No, no, I was there? just
0: going to say, aren't they, isn't the suspensions still like they're still both suspended and we're supposed to hear by the end of the month or something? What's, right. Yeah.
1: So it, w- it wouldn't be anything happening right away anyway. It would yeah. be something next year, but, um,
0: we got to make sure Khabib and McGregor can uh, still fight. For yeah, <laughs> yeah Khabib DeKir-
1: will, yeah. will be fine. will be fine. But two things that I wanted to add in the MMA side. Details to uh, Sean O'Malley's uh, I guess performance enhancing sh- sanctions that he's going through. Um, they were from caffeine pills. And on the on the cartridge for those of you that don't remember uh sean we were supposed to fight on the card with connor and uh khabib but he didn't um and he went on an in-depth little thing on his podcast about how you know Derek lewis we were talking about him before he's about to fight dc Mm -hmm. so just being on the card his social media went up his personality to the world went up like like it's very important to be on that card so like sean missed and sean's a a charismatic guy, so people attract to him. So um it's unfortunate that he missed that opportunity. So like and he lost a six figure check. So um it's a big loss for uh for Sean for not fighting there. And on this caffeine pills he was taking, like everything ingredients wise is perfectly fine. That's written on the bottle. Um so like I said in a previous podcast, he sent a couple of the containers over, one open, one unopened one unopened, and they're going to uh, test him. Mm-hmm. But uh, it seems like he'll be fine. And then uh, the other thing is is that uh, Nate Diaz was supposed to fight uh, Dustin Poirier at UFC t- uh, 230, but uh, Dustin Poirier pulled out of the fight. So now uh, instead, thank God, Nate's still gonna fight. It looks like he's just gonna got this fill-in guy that's gonna probably just get walked on.
0: That sucks. Uh, yeah. is, have they found an opponent, or is it just gonna, it's gonna be some random guy?
1: They have. They have the guy. I'm pretty sure. He already stepped up to it. I forgot his name.
0: That's too bad, though, because that that would have been a, that would have been a good fight. Oh know? my
1: god. Yeah, Nate. And, and, and who wants to see Nate
0: fight some no name? I mean if this guy happens to beat him, he'll be somebody, but
1: yeah, exactly. But it's just, yeah, it's, it's just not, about, you know, it's not
0: entertaining yeah. to the public right now.
1: Not necessarily, but well, it is because Nate, it's, this is what Connor should have done. <laughs> he should have fought someone that was like, all right, you know, eh, kind of right, but you know, he's going to beat him. So like, I'm sure Nate's happy about it. Cause he's just going to, he's probably thinking, obviously he's going to get the win. He's going to get another win on his belt. He's going to get another fight on his belt and a UFC bout on his belt. Like, he hasn't had that in a while. So, it'll it's be good be, for Nate. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, yeah.
0: it'll be good for him to get back out there and get a couple exactly. of dumps under his belt.
1: And hopefully, just knocks the fuck out of him so he gets a highlight.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, All right, let's talk some music. So, our boy Mike dropped uh, a new song today, surprisingly. Um, and it is called Mirror, something, what
1: is it? Mirrors on the Ceiling, Something. Mirrors like. on the Ceiling,
0: yeah, yeah, sorry, I was having a mind blank there, mind fart.
1: Um, yeah,
0: so, Mirrors on the Ceiling, what, what do we think about it, or what did you think I it?
1: haven't listened to it yet.
0: Okay. Um, I have to say, um, to be honest, it wasn't one of my favorites that he's done. huh Um, I thought it was kind of repetitive, um... Yeah, it's probably it's it's kind of soft a little bit. I mean, I get the whole Josie thing. Like it's cool we I think we get that they're in a relationship now and I don't know, it just it wasn't one of my favorites. I did like the Tom Brady line, but I don't know. I I think I'm just like down on him right now because
1: just just uneasy vibes for me. Yeah, you. yeah. On your on your court. Yeah, I haven't checked it out yet. I'm sure it's not going to be by the way i'm here and it's not going to be necessarily what i like to listen to from mike but i like to listen to obviously give it a listen check it out see what he's got to say i'll do that uh either after the podcast or later tonight but um yeah what uh what have you been thinking of his body work he's been putting out as a whole so so far
0: Uh there's been a few good singles that he's put out you know a couple a couple good songs um I, I like just, generally I th-
1: speaking, because we definitely dug into it a little bit on the past podcast, but right. like generally speaking, I know you were looking for more from him in the past, and now it's he's putting out a little bit more, so I'm just kind of gauging he, what you're yeah, thinking.
0: I think he's saving... From what I've been hearing on like
1: Well, I mean no shit, bro. There's right. no shit that he's that these are throwaway tracks. You know what I mean? Like these are
0: big time throwaway tracks. Yeah.
1: Like so like whatever it is, he's got his best stuff on the album, most likely. So right. so that's why I'm saying, like, from the throwaway tracks, you know what I mean? Like from the from the it's, tracks that didn't make the cut. Right.
0: What, and what, it's it's they've been good. I mean, like yeah. a lot of the stuff a lot of stuff we've we heard over the past couple of years that he's been previewing, you know. Um, so it's, it's nice to be able to have been, to put like, put the songs together, but it's been good content. Um, I, I, I I still fuck with a lot of them. I mean, I always have Mike on my playlist, you know, whenever, but, um, there's, I mean, there's a few that have stood out to me. Um, I can look through it right now. It's bad radio, but, um, like the end I thought was really well done. I thought I thought the last week's one was awesome with the visual that really went awesome um well,
2: I guess that's fun I, I think they've all been be like, great
0: except for this one really I mean yeah. I mean it, it was good it was good but it was very repetitive and gotcha. hurt, you know what I mean
1: so then my next portion of the question is like what do you think of all the visuals they've done with this stuff and what do you think of Cause he's always got strong visuals back from College Humor. That shit was dope. So, what do you what do you think about that? Uh, the the videos have been going with the songs. Cause I think personally, there are some times that I don't like the song, but I just think that they knocked the visual out of the park for that type of song. You know what I mean?
0: Right.
1: So, what yeah. do you think about like everything they've been putting out? No, I
0: think everything's been on, song and visual have been on point for, for everything so far that they've done. The High Hopes thing, like I said, was, was funny as fuck, and it really went with the song. Um, mm-hmm.
1: I thought that was awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, I thought The Life Now obviously was cool, the way they started off with Drake. and.
1: I'm happy like that he really listened to. Well. Hmm. I'm not sure. Because. I'm not sure if he necessarily listened to everybody saying you should make that a full song. It made a full song, or if that was kind of like put together already. But what? either way, like uh, when the he put hopes. when he put that that uh, freestyle out, right? Yeah. The like high every, talking about right, not- yeah. The verse from High Hopes was a freestyle he had put out in the past right. on one of his lives or something like that, and then he put it out uh, later. Right, but um, tapped it in my coat. Yeah, and um and it was very interesting.
0: Yeah, no doubt. I'm glad I'm glad they he turned that into a
1: but you could tell like a lot of
0: like the Life Now stuff and that, like he's he's just been putting that to piecing that stuff together throughout the summer and throughout you know what I mean? Like recently, like he's been putting that stuff together. hmm You know. I I mean some of these songs have probably been stashed away too as well, but um obviously the life now came together real quick. Like, I think, I think do it. He did, you know, pretty quickly, probably um, high hopes. He's strung together. So, and then the other ones, he probably just had stashed away, you know, but it's been a good, you know, good little, you know, I always look forward to the weekends cause I know Mike's yep. that's things coming out. So it's been cool, but uh, I'm ready for this rollout to be over. I can tell you that much.
1: Right, I'm yeah, I'm ready for this I'm ready to be for, the, I'm ready for <laughs> the tour and I'm definitely ready for the album. Uh, yep. It's I'm time. ready to see what everyone's got in store because I know there's some big things going on I know there's some little things going on that are cool and and you could just see it you can I just want to see, wanna see just...
0: the story complete on Keep Go. Like I yeah. just want this this book to end. <laughs>
1: yeah. And go on right. tour
0: and get fucked and fucking shit house with them. That's all I want to do.
1: Right? It's, it's no. exciting.
0: It is exciting. Yeah. I'm just, the buildup is just tiring and mentally draining.
1: Yeah, you know. Um, I know it's been taking a physical and emotional toll on you, Kyle. But it has. <laughs> it sounds like it's almost coming to an end. I
0: hope so. I hope so. Um, what else? Uh, so the, the future and also, actually let's start with the Quavo album. What'd you think of that?
1: Um, pretty good. You know, okay. I thought that, uh, I think that like, I don't know. It's hard for me to tell because I like not... Quavo. I like, I love Migos. I, I love old Migos. Like mm-hmm. if, like if there was a fucking listening device in my room and you heard everything I listened to. I play a lot of old Migos stuff like fucking handsome and wealthy, fucking uh uh Ms, like that kind of older Migos era. And um and I love them as a group and I really like uh Takeoff. I think he's great, so I'll be excited to see his they they said that they're all gonna release a um a Solo solo album by the end of this year, right? So I'll be excited to listen to all that. Um, but like when it comes to Quavo, I just think all his stuff is dope, Mm. but it all is the same stuff. Like, I think he switches up the flows, this, that, and the third, but like he makes dope music, but he makes a lot of the same dope music, yeah, yeah. Different producers, different flutes, different, <laughs> a couple no, no. different. Yeah, he loves his flutes. And he's uh, always
0: gonna, he's always gonna get the features too. Like he, oh obviously. yeah, exactly.
1: Always got fire features, and he's dope. Don't get me wrong, he makes dope stuff. Mm. You but he's very, do?
0: very you know similar sounding. <coughs> yeah, well, I did like that Drake song. I think he, that. Oh that, my god, that song blew
1: it Oh it. my god, that shit was fire.
0: I think everything that Drake's fucking done featured on this like every album so recently has been unreal like every verse yeah is drake's, in,
1: drake's in him his fucking bag right now
0: um but yeah it was dope but it'll be like you said it'll be interesting to see uh takeoff and um the fuck's the other ones <laughs> oh offsets solo projects as well yeah. Okay, and compare them compare I would dude I am you, just struggling today how time. do you forget
1: offset like he's like know. the most relevant Other oh, than maybe Quavo
0: and it came to me <laughs> the only reason it came to me was like who's that fucking guy that fucked Cardi B oh yeah <laughs> well,
1: <obviously. laughs> yeah that's <was> great <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man I yeah I'm just struggling today that's um hard. and I haven't smoked weed in like a couple weeks too like I, I don't know what's wrong with me
1: well, like just, that's like, probably what's wrong well
0: uh, that could be the reason I have <laughs> Unfortunately, I have to take a two. I'm on a two month sober for weed. No,
1: not 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 at
0: all. But for weed.
1: Yeah, yeah, so. um, But
0: yeah, for various reasons. Yes. Um, who was I gonna say Juice uh, World of Future. Juice World of Future, man. Yes, that was the hot. That was the hot project that just came out this past weekend. Um, I loved it. I mean, there was obviously a few songs that I didn't like, but uh, our boy Louis Bell. I uh, had a couple songs that he produced on it that I really really liked, um, and uh, there was a there's a song with a Thug on there that I really that I really fucked with as well. I think Murda Murda uh, produced that one, um, and I I always like to listen. I, I you know whether it's the the you know not just the artists. I like to listen to you know because I, I like some producers. I like to see their work as well. And obviously Louis bell, anything he touches is, is fire. So in my opinion.
1: Right. So, uh, I was actually pretty disappointed. Um, I thought, again, I respected the tracks that Louis did. Um, but like, I love juice world. <laughs> like I'm a huge fan of his, my buddy, it's- we've had him on the podcast, Kyrie. Uh, he had helped me, uh, I mean, I found out, I heard one of his songs the same day that Kyrie was like, yo, check this dude out. <clears throat> so, like, they, it kind of went hand in hand. He's a huge fan of his. He knows a lot of his music. Um, but, uh, but I was super disappointed because, like, I loved everything Juice World did on every section of the songs. But, like, I just felt like like they just didn't go well together. Um like they have very close to the same vibe just like a different voice like same flow different voice like i don't know if it's just like and then on the, on the other is hand is
0: future thing like are you not do you not but fuck ready? future?
1: on the other hand i think that future after listening to this album i think future is the little wane of our generation as much as people might go right to thugger when when that in that regard i think it's future and i'll tell you why over pure volume Little Wayne made his unbelievable amount of music he put out over his career. Same thing with Future. Unbelievable amount of music. Always got fire features. Always could give someone a fire feature. Has his own hits, but the hits that are really knocking, like, like in a group, were all from back in the day. Then he had, like, a couple here and there. Like, once in a while, Mask Off came out. That was really good. Um, But, like, I think that he is just, like, He puts out so much music, Future, that, like, it just... I don't know if it just sounds the same to me or whatever it is, but I still think that he's like the Lil Wayne of our generation. Like, I think they have a very close grouping, like a very close catalog, and I think that we just haven't seen the end of Future's career, which is going to keep going, and then he'll do his own stuff or whatever, and now we're starting to see the later years of Lil Wayne, and late later years, Lil Wayne are fire. But Lil Wayne went through a good portion of time in the middle of his career where it wasn't that good. You know, what I mean, right. people like that ain't the old Wayne. That ain't the, you know, what I mean. So like, I think that's kind of like this ain't the old future type shit. Right. And then, and then I think he'll get back in his bag at some point. Not like I don't know. That's just my take. I
0: yeah. I, no, I and I agree with you. Uh, I think. I, I listened to it mainly because I do like Future and a lot of his stuff, um, but if you were listening to Alma lyrically, probably not the best album. Um, I think I mean,
1: Juice wrote Kill, ah, and then you go not to cut you off, but on Oxy, I think Lil Wayne bodied Oxy. Oh, I think yeah. Oxy should have been on to 5.
0: But Future, I I did not like Future on that
1: track. Oh my God, bro, that's what he I'm saying. Killed it. Like, Lil Wayne just snaps. There's a point where Lil Wayne literally memorizes, like mesmerizes, like your ears. Right. You're just listening to, it and you're like, "What the actual fuck is he saying?" <laughs> but it sounds perfect. Right. I have to listen to it again.
0: And the, the reason I like like Jet Lag and Hard Work Pays Off pays off, which were the two that uh, Bell produced, was just they were very like, you know, ve- like when future gets into a melody and juice roll got into a melody, it was very like rhymey and like, uh, you know, you could, you could vibe to it or, you know, that, you know, that type of music, it felt like almost like a post Malone vibe to me, those two songs. Um, and th- that's why I liked them. And then the thug song was pretty w- well done as well. Um, but I just, I don't know. Like, I, I understand like juice world right now is one he's fucking his last album just went platinum. I think so yeah he, he's i think a lot of people were expecting this project to be huge because oh you put future and him together you know juice is one of the hottest right now future's been on top you know he's probably still on top in, in some people's eyes um i you know i like i said i didn't like the whole project uh but i i have to say a few of, like those two three songs specifically they stood out to me and i thought i thought they were very well done but I understand where you're where you're coming from, um, and uh, but other than that, I mean uh, that fucking sunflower song with Sway Lee and Post Malone that mm-hmm. that was fire. Um, yeah, I I don't know if you would like it because, like I said, it's very.
1: I heard a little bit uh, of it, but it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was good. My yeah. man John Bellion, drew a new song. That's right. That's a um, nice little segue to my what was listening to. I'll just rail that out real quick because that's pretty much what I've been had on replay over and over again. That song is just like uh, it's just like crazy. Now is so,
0: that his first single off the upcoming album?
1: Yeah. Um. So the new album is called Glory Sound Prep, mm-hmm. and that comes out on November 9th. And um, the song that just came out. Hold on, I don't want to fuck it up. Yeah, that's what it is. Conversations with my wife is unreal, unreal, bro. It's just like like he's just so detailed with like his music that it's just leaps and bounds more. Like you can hear like the levels in his music. Seriously, like like if you're just like okay, the vocals are on top, and then it's like okay, you can hear like a different sound and then a different sound and then the drums and then some other sounds and then you'll be like, What the fuck is that? And then next time you listen to it you'll be like, wait a minute, so I just hear like a sh- like a rattle, like what was that? You know, what I mean every time you hear his music or like it's just like if if you're if you're like me and you like deep, real good music, that shit is just not. he knocks it out of the park every time. So November ninth, I'll be very excited.
2: Mm.
0: I know. That's that's one of the most anticipated projects for
1: you, coming. So, um, so yeah, it's my second most anticipated project by far, and Mike is number one. He's number two, and right now that's what's on my radar for. But it's fucking, like, if Mike, if if it wasn't for Mike's release, he this would be number one. What I would be trying to push the people to be excited for.
0: Hmm. Well, very excited. November could be interesting. Could be a very interesting month. Um. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully we get to hear uh, Mike's project sooner rather than later. Um, But we shall see. Other than that, I didn't didn't really have too much. Um, That was, that was pretty much all I had. Anything else you want to talk about?
1: Yeah. Koi Luray is an artist from New Jersey and she is unreal. Go listen to her stuff. It's like it's like trappy, trappy hip hop. I saw your uh,
0: Instagram story.
1: Unreal. Yeah. Her shit is fire. Fire. Her vibe is dope. Her her sound is dope. She has like this. Like when you're first listening to her, you're like, okay, this is just some chick with some auto tune. And then all of a sudden, like the middle of the song, you're like, fuck, this is definitely nothing like I've heard before even though this is a vibe I've heard before. So, like, I, I fuck with it. She's dope, you know. She brings her own spin to it, and she's got her own, and she's beautiful, so it helps. So <laughs> That does help. Yeah.
0: Um, dope. I'll, I'll definitely check that out as well as Bellion's thing. Um, other than that, uh, anything else?
1: That's all for me, man. I didn't have much. That's, that's literally John Bellion on, on replay.
0: All right. Well, until next time, my friend.
1: Peace, man. That was going?
2: And I'm finally getting my green. So that's a fuck you like I'm C Lo Dog. I'm chilling out on a speedboat with your bitch. Trying to get me deep throat. I'm going to work it out. Dick in the mouth and I'll make a hit on them Kinos.
3: Out. Fucking bitch. <laughs> They used to always give me shit Used to hate up on the kid Now they all up on my dick Cause they know I do it big. Watch me do it like that Like that, like that Say watch me do it like that Watch me do it like that They used to always give me shit Used to hate up on the kid Now they all up
2: on my dick
3: I'm on my high horse, call me Mr. Lawn. Yeah, it's rock on, on my table. Yeah, polo on no stable. My future looking major, homie. Shopping all these labels. Yeah, it's clear that I'm a winner. winner. She know that I'm a winner. winner. I bring her home and stuff her first. She don't need no dinner. Ho, riding around, I'm getting it though. Drinking so fast, my vision is slow. Let's but full of joy, that we killing this show. You sleeping for dreams, but we living them. Ho. Why you playing Xbox? Me, I'm in your Xbox. <laughs> no controller, bro. Legs up on her shoulders, though. Sex game is addicting. Player, she's about to overdose. <laughs> Bitch, they used to always give me shit. Used to hate up on the kid. Now they all up on my dick. Cause they know I do it big. Watch me do it like that. Like that. Like that. Say, watch me do it like that. Watch me do it like that. They used to always
2: give me shit. Used to hate up.